Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Hi, good morning. Oh, wow. Good, good times. Morning, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Is this the first time we've fully spoken off since the fucking craziness of COVID? I think so. No. I think, I think so. It's oh, fucking crazy. Yeah. If you actually go back. We had Aster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's cool. That's cool. Now. Okay, okay, give me one sec. I need to add my video or whatever. So thank you for bearing with my fucking slow ass. Okay. All right. That's, I know, I know, me too. Can you see me? There you are. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm so sorry, guys. Huh? I do. I do. In, in my continued fucking quest to and do something above like whatever the norm is anyway am i recording yes i'm fucking recording okay preference are gone so oh by the way now it's hit me you're both beautiful and amazing hey thank you oh, <laughs> oh god sisters from other misters so give me a second um just gonna close the door <laughs> Vogue. me and my unwashed hair oh yeah me too <laughs> That's right. Like my uh, hangover hair. Yeah. You yeah. Guys... Okay, can you probably hear me now, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's very host-ish to have the microphone like that. <laughs> You're yeah. Ryan Seacrest. I can, I? I can uh, go like this. Hello. How are, doing? How are we doing? <laughs> Radioid microphone excluding all unpleasant sounds. Okay. <laughs> Well, I want to say this first and foremost, because in the kind of hierarchy of importance, first of all, it's so good to see you both you fellow too. like life forms, fellow human beings, wonderful uh, friends and uh, like, like right here in my heart. And Ray and I are sending you both so many good vibes from Canberra. It's a crazy time. And however things are going in uh denmark and in the us uh jesus christ just love and love and love and come to australia and let us feed you and yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> that's the that's the vibes okay do you know what we say in the south that covers all of that yeah hey y'all hey y'all <laughs> hey y'all <laughs> everything you just said just okay. hey y'all all right well, that, that's a very simplistic way uh -huh. <laughs> Well, good Brevity times all around. <laughs> That's right. And also that uh, is another thing which, um, uh, you know, I, I do my thing with my patterns and the fucking recording and stuff. But I want to say it's like, yeah, actual family, you guys like that's that's <laughs> something else like uh, and it made it so that now when I look forward to recording to you, it's not just about Last of Us. It's about you guys as well. So it's good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, how are how's the wedding planning going? Oh, we are oh, very yeah. excited. Yes, uh, yeah. we are fully planning on. We don't know. I I'm pretty confident whoever will be affected by by what I'm about to say isn't really going to be watching this. So I feel very unfettered. <laughs> um, basically, Ray and I are thinking of taking complete advantage of the COVID situation because we're massive introverts. So we have a perfect excuse to invite to invite like no one <laughs> we're just <laughs> we're just not you see how i was about to we're just gonna have um her and i her mom and her brother and the celebrant or whatever so it's five people five is our favorite number so fuck yeah <laughs> i mean and, sometimes it's actually like very private and secluded thing yeah, yeah. You know? um, it's a lot of fun that way 
Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, it it makes it a bit more like intimate. Yes, mm -hmm. well, that's very kind. Thank you. You're supportive <laughs> people. Um, uh, not that I expect anything less. Although one of you could have been like, "No, you, it's your wedding." It's like, but <laughs> but um, but but what we're probably gonna do is have our own and just kind of own that experience ourselves, and then if Ray's mom wants to like do like something like a year later or whatever, wants to throw some kind of occasion, because as we all know, the institution of weddings is like. Um, not to get soapboxy, but I think people who are married, they're already energetically married, like for years before the actual, the marriage is like something just for the people. It's like for the crowd, you know, have some cake. It's kind of just like a piece of paper you sign. Yes. So it's like, now it's official. Last of Us Marriage Cast, here we go. Talking about vows, <laughs> talking about commitment and communication. Um, anyway, I'm tired and guess the fuck what? Mm. There's no easy way to segue first of all to everyone on twitter atting Anne-Marie and Volsby about enjoying you guys that makes me very happy so to anyone who tweeted in go ahead Anna. it still blows my mind yeah it's not only actually listen to us but seek us out to listen to us like that I will never believe that it's very yeah sweet. exactly because it's it's just our like heart to heart rambling <laughs> it's just yeah. us we, having conversations pretty much we never actually like we we don't rehearse anything or yeah. have something written down that we have to say um, agenda yeah. or whatever we just like talk from the yeah. heart and it's exactly. like sometimes it makes sense most of the time it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it's right so <laughs> yeah but don't sell yourself short i want to say and it might sound now i'm switching into formal mode but for people who may be joining us since the hbo announcement Anne marie and volsby aka catherine okay uh, that's no e okay don't you dare add an e to her name it's c-a-t-a-k-a-t-h-r-i-n-e <laughs> if you put an e yes. in there I, okay i'm just getting irrationally angry but anyway <laughs> so catherine and Anne marie wonderful like to the heart, like have embraced and lived from everything which Neil Druckmann and the whole Last of Us crew, writers, creators, they're on the same wavelength. So we might be on the community side and they're on the creator side, but it's that same fabric of like, yes, this is a really important platform um, and like a universe for discussing all kinds of facets of the human condition. They're so rooted in that. If you go back into the early episodes, you can tell just from how they kind of take the listeners, you guys aside and just like kind of sit with things and riff with things. We've barely even scratched our character analyses because life, <laughs> but we have- We never actually finished no. that, did we, huh? That's right. We have we have the beginnings of a Joel analysis there. Yeah. And guess yeah. what? We even had another game released. Yes. <laughs> we did indeed. But uh, so but welcome to all of you. And it's the they are the they are the show. I, I like I've now admitted that I actually really like being on the show. I was trying to pull away a little bit in my producer way, but yeah, as long as you guys are happy having me, I'm happy to join. It's always yeah. a joy. It's always a joy. Excellent. Cool, cool, cool. So not just producer Bert anymore. Um, okay, so Nick D underscore 84 says, nice surprise to see a new podcast appear on my feed last night. Hope to get some more in the near future. No pressure. So hi, Nick. How you doing? We're recording. <laughs> we love you. Um, then we also had... Uh, da -da 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 -da. Oh, wow. This is just me ashing uh, Bella Ramsey and uh, Pedro. Um, just Pedro. being like, you fucking... Oh, my God. 
Uh, oh yeah, and yeah, Craig, Craig Mazin is in full Last of Us making mode and recent BAFTA guru appearance. He's all about it. Look at the plaid shirt and beard. So that's my <laughs> my theory of his like uh, writing room kind of vibe. You know, that's what he does. He's just he dresses maybe for writing Chernobyl. He like would wear like a full full. <laughs> He's like, actually cosplaying. Yes, that's <laughs> yeah. right. The mask, the mask, and everything. It's like Craig, we can't understand you. Like it's like no, this is method writing. Okay. <laughs> I dress, I dress as, you know, someone from Chernobyl, but yeah. oh, we can even a little bit riff there and then move into the HBO talk, which first of all, what the fuck? It's been uh, 10 minutes. Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal, Catherine, and then Anne-Marie. Go. Yeah. I mean. Uh, oh, is- shit. Shit. <laughs> Controversy. Okay, go, go, go. No, 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 not not controversial. Okay, I'm kidding. Like, where do you even start? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's like I'm still a little worried about this TV show, to be honest, because I it's gotcha. like The Last of Us is so near and dear to my heart. So it's like seeing other people portray it, uh, seeing other people portray Ellie and Joel in a way that we don't necessarily. Uh, no yeah see. not used to yeah. like from the from the game is is just different and it's 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 um it's exciting but also like worrying in a bit because there's so much potential but there's also like so many risks oh, yeah. of like yeah. what if it's it's gonna be a disaster and it's gonna ruin <laughs> the game but it could also be like the most amazing thing ever um yeah. And I think, honestly, I like the casting a lot because, first of all, Pedro, he was amazing in uh, in everything I've seen in him. Um, and he, he just has, uh, he's a very versatile actor and he, he can portray especially this, like, I, I think he, he can portray Joel in a way that we perhaps haven't seen him before like a different kind of Joel, but still the same Joel in a way. And and with Bella, she's just, she was such a delight in, in Game of Thrones. I mean, she was like the little screen time she had, she was like raising the bar. And with the disaster of Game of Thrones season eight, she was like the only good thing about season eight, honestly. She was, her whole thing, like her story in in uh, in season eight was what made the the show. Yeah. Everything after that was just blah. <laughs> so she really, I f- I think she can shine a lot because she's this little feisty girl mm. who has like this attitude, and she's also the same age roughly as like she. As Pedro, uh, you actually don't know that they're actually the exact same age. I'm, just, I'm kidding. I'm so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kidding. She's like uh, I think seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. So is she really? Yeah, she oh, is. She's, uh, so she's so tiny. She she's like, like a sixth grader. Yeah. <laughs> know the type, man. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I I weirdly think that again, just along along with this thing of it being. A riff on Last of Us, not a direct, uh, you know, one for one adaptation. And that's I love, I love whenever Troy, for example, on Relator, he's like, folks, like I'm on the other, I'm on the, 
on the like creator on the floor as in on the fucking motion capture floor of this i can tell you so craig right. like he has this podcast that way back in i can't remember who was talking about it either he was troy or someone else like craig if you go he has a podcast craig mason and oh. in one of it like in the super earlier yeah in the 2013 era uh, episodes of his podcast he cannot shut up about the last of us you know like so he's had this it's been right. stewing in his sort of Good. creative yeah. like his creative pot uh oh, you know God. yeah for ages but <laughs> but anyway that was Catherine and and please uh and Marie go for it oh man I have so much to say so when, <laughs> when the casting announcement got released I had like five in real life friends, not just online friends, but five in real life friends text me about it. One of them, including my ex-boyfriend who I haven't talked to in like over a year, texted wow. me out of the blue about it. It was like, hey, did you hear that they cast the last <laughs> of us? Like, wow. um, but um, I, the first thing I thought was, it was a relief because it was like, okay, they're casting for talent they're not casting for one-to-one -one ratio looks mm. you know like because if they had done one-to-one -one ratio looks it would have been what's his name from wolverine or something yeah, like that Hugh Jack yeah. 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 yeah 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 Hugh Jack man um <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been like uh, i forget all the ellies that i've seen over the years i've seen like 85 different ellies that people want yeah, the one uh, Caitlin Denver, I think. Caitlin from... Denver, yeah. yeah. Once, the, the once Elliot, what's his name, kind of aged out of it, then Caitlin Denver was like the number one casting pick for everybody. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and she just she just doesn't strike me as Ellie as, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I watched her in, um, I can't remember what the series was called. It was, it was really, really good, but it's just not... Mm -hmm. it's not her range really there you it's go not that's valid and and i think uh, actually no i don't want to interrupt you emory because i just want to there's a there's an alley you supporting comment i have but you first i don't want to interrupt you are you sure okay cool all right get my b-ball on my conversation <laughs> it's an, it's early in australia i have the most excuse to to have the weird surrealisms because i just woke up um uh i i completely agree with both of you um both from the point of view where, um, uh, as you've seen, you've seen Pedro's range and you, you know, like Bella is just, uh, you saw my post, first of all, I mean, like, I don't even have to put it into words. Like I was walking home. I instantly stopped everything I was doing. Uh, there was like, cause I walk to and from uh, this government place, government facility, stranger things. No. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, I like to walk whatever I can. And there was like a rock and I just sat on the rock and I fucking put this, thing together with this app called Fonto and on the top and bottom of the thing it's like fuck yes fuck yes fuck yes no no yeah. I said no fucking perfect fucking fucking perfect and the reason why is because in that casting it's like it auto-filled everything about what my questions about the adaptation which is like as you said they're uh, not casting for like one for one accuracy they're casting for what is best for the thing and I had this just exactly. body yeah this body-wide sense of reassurance that wow just like with, um, I, I know this sounds weird, but like fucking Detective Pikachu. And I actually get a bit of a feeling about this from the Mortal Kombat film because it's an Australian director and I'm going to speak with him at one point, hopefully, uh, is that 
I'm getting a sense just from video game adaptations. And I think Jesus fucking Christ, you know, the Witcher as well. People like, I mean, I'm not, we'll see how season two turns out, but basically we're on the right track with how you, yeah, you're not casting to do a pantomime Mm -hmm. um, and a, have you guys seen Spaceballs? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Okay. Nope. Okay. So uh, it's okay. It won't be too much of a spoiler, but basically, (laughs) Anne-Marie, can you explain to Catherine the scene where they encounter the the, the protagonist's uh, stunt doubles? Can you do that? Oh my gosh, I don't remember. I watched it in like middle school. Okay. My dad did it. So it's going to be up to you. All right, all right. Let's be up to me. So just to, because I know I don't want to wear on people's, I appreciate people's time and my tangents sometimes, but I'll rein it in. Essentially, the, like, imagine if like Han Solo and, uh, you know, Leia and, and Luke, they all, and they just turned a corner and they ran into themselves, but it's their stunt doubles. And there's a scene, it's a, pa- <laughs> it's a parody. So they basically, and a stunt double and love and light to them, they're great. I, but they they're specifically hired to physically resemble them Mm -hmm. a bit but then the face is a bit off and that's if people had done that like now we have the avengers also there was a game that came out uh where it was like everyone is just it's like mcu uh, you know quality of fucking design and stuff but all the faces are just like as i said the space ball stunt double scene Mm -hmm. it's like who are you and so if they had literally just basically gotten either someone a glorified kind of cosplay resemblance of Joel and Ellie, we'd be like, oh, and oh wow, they got the Ellie freckles, great! And yeah. now it just look, it just looks like a cosplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, exactly. and now we, as as Tro- uh, Troy Troll, oh, yeah, great Troll. Tro- <laughs> Troy, as he said, uh, I get to see a different side to Joel now you know yeah. and uh, same um, i'm sure with ashley but go ahead uh, yep yeah <clears throat> that's... There is, there's a phenomenon called uncanny valley that's the one yeah and it's like we're something and it's normally applied to like robots and things it's you yeah. know you see an animatronic and it's it's really off-putting because it's like your brain knows that they're supposed to be like a human, but you can tell at the same time that it's not entirely human. Mm-hmm. And there's like a, a natural aversion to those things. And so it's like when you get so close to a character, but it's not quite, there's like, there's an aversion to it, you know, of what mm-hmm. you're used to. So I'm glad that they're, as long as they get the beard. And also, and also Bella probably needs a haircut because she has hair yeah. to like here. <laughs> Yeah. bottom but she can fight infected with it she can like whip it out I, you know? <laughs> oh it's not gonna work in the apocalypse i'm kidding um, I'm just tripping over okay so i'm just imagining yeah. all the snl skits i'm kidding and yeah. i was nervous i was really nervous at first too um until somebody told me but so joel's accent i'm born i'm not raised in texas but i was born in texas my mother is from texas yeah um, and we have family over there and i have spent as much time as I've spent in Georgia, like Texas is like the second most place I've spent my life. Cause we would go over there every single summer growing up for like two or three weeks. We'd spend over there just bouncing from one family member to another, like visiting them all. So a Texas accent, a lot of Hollywood just thinks it's a, a hyper masculine cowboy accent mm. and it's not. And there can come to a point where you know, not to throw this completely off tangent, but I have a really serious problem with um, Sadie from Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh yeah, because she's because so overdone. Her right? accent is atrocious. <laughs> and it's almost to the point where it's like a 
offensive to yeah. some Southern person. And it's like, we don't talk like that. Like we don't talk like that. Everything's yeah. just a really exaggerated twang. But so that's, that's how I that's how I feel with like a, a show like Vikings, where they're like, they, <laughs> I'm sure you do. Extremely thick English accent. Like, that's not how we talk. Yeah. yeah. And it's the point where it's like offensive, you know? Yeah, but exactly. It's like making fun of us almost just because we so have I, an accent. I raised that up in the Discord server and somebody was like, oh, no, 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 Pedro, um, has spent a lot of time in Texas. Mm. And I know that Troy gets it right because he's from Dallas. Um, and Pedro has spent a lot of time in Texas. And so he knows like the actual Texas accent. Mm. And, how and he's, he's gonna have a, like a, they're, they're gonna have a, uh, what's it called? A coach? A vocal coach, vocal yeah. coach or something. Because Bella is fucking British. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's literally British and she has to perfect British. Listen, Joel, I'm wondering, um, do you think we should be going uh, maybe behind the building? Um, because, you know, the effect is... <laughs> and now we're talking, okay, look at us, like, I mean, yeah. I know, obviously... we're talking about offensive accents. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, That's all right. Also, exactly. Exactly. before we move forward, I just want to say to, uh, again, I can be daggy that way, but Anne-Marie's family, everyone in Texas, especially, me and Catherine especially, can we just hug now? Oh, these, man. Like hug symbolically hug. Uh, it's a nightmare uh, over there. Yeah. 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 So, My yeah. family is having to deal with like the rolling blackouts and everything like that. It's oh yeah. It's tough. Yeah, but they they have it better than a lot of other people do over there, thankfully. Okay. So well, you're still it's sending me your PayPal and I'm gonna send shit. And I always do that. I've been sending to everyone, it's like like here, whatever, come here. And I just yeah, so I, I yeah. They have to do that because it's crazy. And Ray and I were looking at it and we're giant empaths and we see the things about blackouts and stuff. And we're like, this is BS. And so we won't belabor it. But yeah, um, yeah, that we're, we're, we're going to do stuff like us in Australia yeah. are like, no way. Like you guys are, are you know, intercontinental siblings. So we'll, we'll, we'll I know. It. And it's, that's so funny you say that because I've always heard um, that Australians are the Texans of Great Britain. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> so there you go. Cool. Okay, well, that's... All right. Yeah, and, and yeah, so on that point of, of Pedro being able to capture that, again, I think he leads his, his performance, he leads from his empathy, just like Troy. They have that in, in common. Um, uh, I think and any question about Pedro is just immediately, it just melts away like it fizzes off into the wind when you just think about the guy's eyes when when you see there's a couple of things in Mandalore and a couple of scenes i'm sure people are gonna be photoshopping and you know i, I sent you guys that photoshop just now on the twitter chat uh oh. or it's a it's a painting actually really beautiful i'll post it to the instagram but uh when i think of pedro's like ability like he he goes he goes there just like troy can and there's something about when you're like it's pedro like feeling something and feeling it and like and he's like tearing up and he like he just fucking fully goes there with that protectiveness and with that. I mean, yeah, just look at um, there's I could send you. Have you guys seen the Mandalorian much? Like the uh, no. okay, okay. Well, okay. If you don't do that, that's cool. What I might I might send you like a, a sizzle reel or whatever of just like him, um, really, I yeah, like seen Narcos. 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 Yeah, Narcos. He was incredible in yeah, like, Narcos go. because he had this very like rough and very like mean demeanor 
mm. of being this badass cop, you know. So that's, he can play Smuggler Joel right there. Exactly, he can play this badass, badass uh, gruff person, okay. but he can also be this playful, joyful character, like in Game of Thrones, where he became like an instant fan favorite. Yeah, you know? right. five, five episodes or something. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I want to say someone mentioned like Pedro's Pascal's agent right now is just killing it, you know, uh, uh, yeah. with the Wonder Woman and all that, you know. He's bringing home the bacon. But also, I want to also back up with 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 Bella. Like, uh, I think that's going to be her. Like Pedro, you know, he's he had to by the time of being cast by Joel, yeah, like almost the trifecta, like DC, Marvel, uh, Marvel, Marvel, no. Yes, Star Wars, DC and Star Wars, at least. I can't think of his Marvel character if he has one. Um, but uh, this is going to be quite the showcase for, for for Bella. And I think I think Ashley and Troy need to be on set. I Like, yeah. like I don't know. I mean, I think Troy mentioned it's like, to whatever degree I, I, I'm, I'll be involved in, and they're super cordial and respectful. But just because uh, Last of Us is grounded in, in its performances, you know, I mean, they could almost be like, like performance coaches for each of them i don't know what do you reckon or is yeah, that the, is that too hovery that, or they should or? no i mean i feel like they should be a consultant for sure okay. like yeah definitely some sort of involvement but i also feel like if we have too much involvement with like ashley troy um yeah. it's it's gonna be too much like the the game oh, okay. it's, yeah it's not to gonna be own, like yeah. it's a, its own thing because it's important to remember that this is an adaptation. Yes, it's not a one-on-one -on -one copy of the game. Mm -hmm. But of of course, I mean they can do some consultant and advising to feel like what do you think Ellie would do in this situation, and then like coach <laughs> towards like, well, I did it this way because I feel like this is how whatever mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay cool i think there may, may even be like a a smattering of of everything it's like certain characters and actors which we still haven't got revealed we don't know who plays tom who's playing tommy yet um yeah. do you guys have any we'll do some sort of orbiting cast uh -huh. okay you got you got an idea Henry? any worshiping for tests or i'm not watching it okay hold on <laughs> stop as in like actually tests exactly yeah. okay yeah. tests and, i'm and sorry i want to I mean, that works perfectly. I mean, it's it's not unknown of with uh, the Mandalorian. Katie Sackhoff uh, played the animated character uh, in the uh, in was it Rebels or something? Uh, and yeah, and um, Clone Wars or whatever. And she was just like the casting people were like she's perfect, and they just rehired her for that mm -hmm. live action adaptation. So fuck yeah, please, that would be yeah. great. How amazing would that be? Would you okay? Let's yeah. open that hypothetical because I'm so if longtime listeners know about Emery and Tess, the kindred, the kinship that's there, and so <laughs> how would you react to that if that was that actually happened, Emery? I feel part of the reason, one of the many many reasons that I'm so drawn to Tess is that she is tough mm. without being like oh, I'm a hyper badass, like no flaws, Mary Sue, you know, she has flaws. She still has warmth in her. She still has compassion. I love how, how Annie played her. And then same with Merle Dandridge as Marlene, you know, she didn't play her like too street tough, too badass. Like, yeah, I'm the leader of the fireflies, blah, blah, blah. You know, she can tell she's 
the world has weight on her shoulders. She's tired, you know, she doesn't, she's still got that humanity in her. Um, and I just really worry if anybody else can capture that because I remember listening to the director's commentary of the first game. They said that they saw a lot of people for both of those characters, for both Marlene and Tess, and that a lot of the actresses that they saw had a tendency to play them really one-dimensional, like street badass, mm. you know, um, um, tough, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I really yeah. liked that they were able to bring just a warmth and a humanity about them and that, you know, they're, they're tired. They've been in this bullshit for too long, mm. you know, and they make mistakes and they have flaws and everything. And that's, um, I just like in general how Naughty Dog and how Neil Druckmann write women. Yeah. You know, they're not afraid to admit that women aren't perfect and they're not, we have- What? We're not? <laughs> and we make mistakes. <laughs> Speak for know? yourself, says Kevin. Yeah, right? You know? And we're not, you know, perfect Mary Sue badasses, untouchable plot armor, you mm. know? You know what's her what's her name from Game of Thrones? Arya Stark, whatever that bullshit came in season eight. That was annoying. Oh my god. Go. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. I, did you? I just want to like just while you're saying Stark or whatever. I I remember. Let me go to the DMs just for a bit of levity because that's like um because I'm about to go presaging levity because I'm about I have some notes here on test that I want to read from the uh from the art book itself. Um, so I remember, I just want to see if I, I remember this right in the RDMs for the last of us podcast. And when Bella was, was revealed, I think you, what did you use for her name? Did you say Bella Ramjet? I'm <laughs> sure. I was like, I think it was. Oh really yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. So I have it here. You said Liana Marmot or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I just sent you, there's that gif of, uh, the screaming marmot, like, that's okay just a little aside there so anyway from the <laughs> art book itself it says tess needed to look tough and capable and equal to joel who works in the gritty criminal underworld in making tess's appearance rough we strived to strived to add an element of strength and aggression to communicate that she might be willing to go further and more cutthroat than joel whose appearance is far cleaner. Very early on in development, Tess was actually the main antagonist of the game before the final narrative had been established. Um, so there you go. So there's that's two things that I hadn't uh, really known about like that. Yeah. I got the sense though that she, I mean, compared to Joe, like you can tell she's had to do more and and to 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 have that. She is, she, she feels like low, Joel is tagging along and that's not smoke blowing or white nining or whatever. Like, to in many ways like joel still even that many years later he still feels like he's got his watch he feels like a bit like a dad he feels like he has one leg back in his past as just this wholesome dad dude and he hasn't fully committed to like the you know the smuggler kind of thing but tess is like get the fuck yeah, away from me like yeah you know yeah well there's there's a lot of components to that because i feel like as a woman in that in that sort of environment you do have to do more to yeah you have to do more and i mean I was she's thinking a, that. She's a top dog and i'm sure she climbed and clawed her way to the mm. top you know yeah. to be taken seriously as she does you know everyone in the slums is like scared of her you know mm. um, what has she done and that cutthroat like she has cut people's throats i swear to god oh, like easily. straight up and that was i think, I think she about. shot robert right in the head twice 
double tapped. Um, But also Joel, I feel like has always had to take care of people. You know, he took care of his younger brother when he was young, he took care of Sarah and now he's taking care of Tess in a way. And it's, she doesn't need to be taken care of, but she does need backup. You know, I mean, that's just men are stronger than women, period, point blank, you know? And so it's good to have a a big guy standing behind you when you're trying to intimidate someone that's not, you know, it's not a big surprise there. Mm. Um, But I feel like he is able to be more open with her than with anybody else because she doesn't necessarily need for him to be there, you know? No, that's true. And that's just a bonus. And it's like, if he if he fails, um, which I guess technically he did, but <laughs> he did. you know, as much on her as it is on him. Mm. And they, they really have a yin and yang thing going on. And she gives him a reason to wake up in the morning. You know, I feel like he would almost be a little bit aimless if she wasn't there to be like, okay, four o'clock, you know, we got to meet the docks, you know, five o'clock, we're doing this and this. Okay. We're getting a bill, you know, a shipment from Bill. And she gives him a reason to basically wake up every morning and feel proactive in that day and feel yeah. fulfilled in his life. You know, it doesn't really, I, don't, I feel like he doesn't really have a stake in all the drug running and the gun running and everything like that. He just wants to be taken care of and he wants the people that he loves to be taken care of. Mm. At that point, really, it's test because Tommy's been long gone. Uh, HBO, um, Craig, this is a direct line to you. There's a good chance as a fellow podcast, you may tune in. I mean, please wait, like everything Catherine and Marie in that order, please. Like, yeah, just them. They're the show. But if I may say, um, you know, I think Troy said the, the fallacy of the idea. That's probably why video game adaptations have never worked because they've just been in the film sphere. We're just about like Witcher, like creak that door open hbo fucking last of us is about to burst it open it's like that realization that yes like games are long form experiences where we spend time with these characters and you spend time in their shoes literally so they've always been fated for each other these two mediums and we are moving into streaming so everything's aligning perfectly but over the years since knowing Anne marie since knowing Catherine, like i've i've uh tests like there's I really want you to dive into Tess. Can we have all the backstory of Tess? And Neil's involved, so Neil knows, right? So everything maybe... Yeah, let's talk about that because I want to know how... Because she has clarity, you know what I mean? Like, her watch isn't broken. Like, she's, you know, she's had to move through shit. There is an entire... And this isn't me smoke-blowing. There is an entire prequel series just about Tess. And I fully understand that now like to have gotten to that point of that clarity you know and um, Uh also please consider just it's just called jackson and it's just a show just like deadwood about the one town and it's just no i want like an animal crossing game but jackson (laughs) wyoming okay and i want to go visit my friends all right (laughs) that's lovely um so catherine we we sort of riffed uh emory and i but notes on tess or notes on a character who you'd like to see explored deeper in sort of surrounding Joel and, and Ellie, what do you reckon? Oh, wow, that's that's a big question mm. actually, um, because there there are so many possibilities. Because they also said that their 
they're trying to do stuff that wasn't necessarily done in the game, but mm. was originally adheres to the game. So it's kind of interesting to see that there will be twists and plots and maybe even characters that necessarily wasn't a part of the game, but turns it into this bigger narrative that sort of like wraps into part one and two. Mm. Um, one thing I really would love to see is like more of the world from before the outbreak, okay. like just glimpses yeah. of it and like just reminding people of exactly how much people actually lost, lost yeah. um, because it's not necessarily just about the people they lost. It's also like their whole fucking identity and their whole fucking reason to live and everything yeah. like pre outbreak life, um, how much you actually lost and uh, sort of ties into what Joel says to Ellie at some point with like, you have no idea what loss is. Mm. Um, it's kind of like, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. In terms of like actual characters, I want more exploration. I just have to see what the show yeah. offers. I'm not like. <laughs> that's that's valid. Yeah, we we do have uh, a few more uh, key casting. Although the the keyest of casting is is them and that's why the episode's called uh, bella and pedro you know now that's a thing yeah. i also me and my nomenclature you know how i love it's like bella ellie there's like the shared, <laughs> shared ell you know and um uh, yeah. pedro they share an o pedro joel they share an o oh boy i'm so daggy that way but um uh honestly i mean uh, folks i'll post it uh now before i edit but it's this artwork um i think it got reposted a few few places but i'll just send it i'll just let people know if they want to look it up um so it is the artist's name is taryn so t-a-r-y-n underscore oh, plat. Yeah. Yeah. Really yes that's, that's right <laughs> you, have you have you both seen it yeah you i'm sure you have uh, um I think, yeah i think i've seen but, it yeah that's She's good. yeah She's good. so uh, yeah exactly and and there's there's something right there as a, as a valid kind of riff right there um uh i also i love mind's eye cinema people who who followed the show for a while they i like to dive into kind of hypotheticals in terms of reveal trailers i know it's super early but um uh i i can literally just do live editing as i just go through a hypothetical teaser trailer and i it, it ends up yeah, like I build hype up for myself. But do you guys have any ideas before I go into my little vignette uh, of of what a, what an ideal reveal would be uh, for um for like any kind of ideas for what to put in key scenes maybe or not even again if they go broader with the adaptation or it's just the emotional content that you want. What do you want like The Last of Us's first impression, HBO's The Last of Us first impression to be to the world in the form of a teaser? I think actually, um, if if you guys remember the very 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 first teaser they put up for the Last of Us the game, wow, um, there was like this um, real life footage of of news and oh yeah and all early. that that was, was so early. that yeah. was so cool and so horrifying because yeah. you were introduced to this like pandemic 
kind of game. You have no idea what it is other than the fact that it's society going down and it's mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic. Um, so I kind of have the same feeling that they're going to do it like that because okay. it, it would be it would, it would be kind of a shame to like uh, already reveal the characters and their relationship because the relationship is such an important part of the entire story so Mm -hmm. to just reveal that instantly it's like um, that's valid they didn't even even reveal when they were teasing the original game that joel had a daughter it was just really joel and ellie they were focusing on Uh so when you when you actually open the game the first time and you play as sarah and you're like who the fuck is she (laughs) (laughs) and and you're like wait where where's this other girl she's not the one on the cover what the hell (laughs) um i'm just i'm so glad and i've said this before but i'm so glad that it's hbo picking it up and not like it's not going to be like the walking dead where it's shown on cable tv because there's only so much that they can do for the censorships like they can't say shit they can't say fuck they can say damn but they can't say goddamn wow yeah it's really weird yeah Um, and american tv has no qualms about violence but like sexuality and stuff like that like that gets toned down a lot Mm. but hbo like there's no holds barred you know and that's why can you imagine can you imagine a show like game of thrones on amc no no that's <laughs> I'm I'm sure there was a, a conversation uh, with with Neil Druckmann where something al- along the lines of um, again al- along you know in theme with what we're saying about hacking into the same kind of ma- mind waves as the creators just because you're so close to it and I can uh, offer my kind of again that you guys are further in in, in deeper uh, I, I Last of Us Part Two was I mean unquestionably my game of the year last year. And I've slowly and intru- like taken the the Catherine and Anne Marie route into just falling he- head over heels for this world. So I'm, I'm brought in. I'm coming in after you guys, but um, welcome. But don't you. thank you. Eight episodes in. That will thank you. But uh, I've obviously had yeah. It went from went from peripheral to like I'm I'm sitting exactly where I was where. I'll never forget. I've got the TV. I could spin it around, I suppose. So TV's right there. <laughs> okay. And there's the fucking window right there, which is Last of Us Tastic. I'm just playing next to a windowsill. And <laughs> uh, I have like an ensuite thing there. So I technically don't actually have to fucking leave my room for like a bunch of days because I'm cool. <laughs> like you don't need food, really. <laughs> Once you realize you don't need to sleep, that's that's Eric Andre. Um, World open. <laughs> I, I I fucking blasted through Last of Us Part Two like just here and the image of yeah I think we covered it but um, I I don't want it to be a cliche thing to say but um, it, there was a conversation I'm certain when Neil said look by the way just let's get it out of the way like I was so inspired by HBO like HBO had you know what I mean and so now it's come full circle. Uh, where um, the groundedness, you know, where, where they were able to, where they're able to go with just like, mm, like I mean, Sopranos, we we we're on our third watch through or something. HBO's, you know, purview, it's it's in the fucking blood, the the pulsing heart of HBO is like unfiltered human, mm-hmm. like yeah. really feeling things and going places, drama, you know. And yeah, uh, it's always been about the characters with yeah, HBO, like. Uh, 
all the, the the dramas they've done over the years, I specifically remember Band of Brothers, mm. uh, oh, which is it's it's probably one of my absolute favorite oh HBO series because it's it's supposed to just be about World War Two, but it's really not. It's about this entire company of people together spending the most horrible years together mm. and just learning and growing and being human making mistakes um saving each other whatever everything yeah. is just like perfect um ah oh, that's so true oh that's beautiful uh we, we, we were, I, yeah go ahead it's 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 a, it's exactly what uh, last of us yeah. deserves it's it's a platform that where it's taken serious and not just being a video game adaptation because it's it's really not just a video game it's 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 a fucking piece of art really mm, it's it it's really it's, and people fail to realize that because they just they imagine that video games are just like oh you play for a few hours and you have fun and mm. video games are supposed to be fun and you're just switching your brain off while playing video games and no that's not no. how you <laughs> That's not how it works. Like, but the change has to start from somewhere. Yeah. You know, exactly. Like, this is a huge step in paving the way for people to finally realize that, like, video games can be a very serious and very real form of storytelling. Mm. Exactly. You know? and like, even with game right now. Yeah, even with the the first The Last of Us, that was like the prime example of how video games can actually be serious narrative experiences it's not just a video game anymore it's actually a fully realized fully fledged out story mm. about human connections mm. and it's just ah it's so fucking beautiful and mm. <laughs> like Aww. every time i talk to people about this game it's like i i have so much excitement about this game and it it means so much to me and I'm just like, I have so many people who don't play video games and just think like, oh, video games are just for nerds and for gamers. And mm -hmm. it's not really a, a content worth doing because it's just, yeah. it's not quality like a TV series. And that's why a show like The Last of Us would be perfect for people to be introduced mm -hmm. into the series and maybe then play the game and then realize how absolutely amazing this game is yeah yes I mean, yeah talk <laughs> no that's great yeah um Anne-Marie did you want to yeah go ahead well I have I have something that I've been wanting to bring up and that's a good segue into it so this is kind of like a, a twofold question which is so in order to avoid what happened with Game of Thrones which is they ran out of source material yes and they kind of had to go and veer way left to where they were going um they took like a u-turn yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that's a it much was like better a full way. stop and then that's a much yeah. better way to describe it and it's just you know you can't think about it for too long because it's really just heartbreaking at one yeah. point um so one how do you think the episodes are going to be set up two do you think that it's going to be like okay pause on this for a second because I do have to plug. So if y'all have never seen Dark on Netflix, 
Oh, you need to watch okay. Dark on Netflix. I'm doing that. But, yeah. I'm going to do that. What, what you have to. really impressed me. I'm holding you on, uh, at gunpoint if you don't, mm -hmm. because it's it's just a series you have to watch. Okay. I will watch When you start getting confused, because you will, come to me and I will give you the charts that I made myself to help myself stay straight because like the casting is so good but it flips back and forth between like timelines and I hate like I hate stranger things I hated a wrinkle in time I hate interstellar I hate things with like time travel bullshit because my tiny smooth brain like cannot wrap my head around it but dark is so good but what really impressed me about dark was that from the beginning from season one episode one it was only going to be three seasons like yeah. they had a story to tell from start to finish and okay, so there was no going to be you know exactly. oh, we picked it up for a fourth season and now the fourth season sucks because we never even thought it was going to be lasting this long no like they sold netflix on it's a hard stop at season three and the story is over that's it exactly. so do you but think that do you think that HBO is going to be like that? Or is there going to come to a point where, okay, like they finished telling the story of part two and it's season three. So like what's going to be going okay. on after this? And is it going to play into what a potential Last of Us part three would be? Catherine, take it away and then I will jump on. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to say about what you said about Doc, that mm -hmm. it's, um, I mean, they kind of already designed it to be three seasons only mm -hmm. stop but that that's the thing they did with game of thrones as well they had designed it to be i think 75 hours or something okay i can't remember it was like 75 or 85 it started hours out well total. it really did and it well, started out serial. and the yeah, winds of winter just and it never it just they did just fucking butchered that show completely. <laughs> they absolutely ruined the legacy of that show entirely. Like, I can't think about the show without getting mad. Me too. I want to, I'll just jump in just to uh, hold space for what, what we were saying uh, with, with HBO. I, I, all I have to say is one word, it's Chernobyl. It really yeah. is. Because Ray and I watched, I watched Chernobyl twice, once on my own, all the way through, and then with Ray, all the way through, and there was tears at both sides. Um, and there was something in Chernobyl of, I think, when, I, again, maybe I read into things, but I think we, I think we operate on some, we often conduct ourselves in ways that are kind of unconscious, unconsciously reflecting what we're, what we're holding inside at the moment. And uh, in, in all throughout HBO, I, I see, sorry, all throughout Chernobyl, um, I did this a bit with the Kojima stuff, is that I can't help but associate where not only the creators, but where the studio is at in that moment. Chernobyl is the anti-fuck-up. It is the anti-fuck-up of, of Game of Thrones. It, where that was, they, they, they fucked that up with just either going, they just cut stories too short that should have been told and fucking told us way too much about people we don't give a fuck about like all that and it was just craig mason he said and i've listened to this again there's an accompaniment and it'll be along lines what we'll do for the hbo series like after each episode they talk about it i'm sure there'll be a post-show official podcast and we'll be the, the supplementary to that um but craig said like yeah i i, I think uh, just in his sort of writer's research came across this incident and and basically all throughout Chernobyl there's a sense of uh the, the 
the, the, the narrative throughout is an authority that thinks that it knows what's best for everyone and fucks everything up, which is what HBO did. They thought that they knew what was best uh, for everyone with uh, with Game of Thrones. Again, not at not even nearly comparable, whatever those those two things. But it's just the energy. So the creative energy of uh, and and that that sort of meta aspect of this company working through its fuck up. Like HBO has done some, if it went to a counselor and that counselor was Craig Mason, you know? So HBO did this and had this series. It's five, five episodes. Like it wouldn't give them even six. And, and he's like with Craig, especially, especially after, you know, there is an also before and after, uh, chernobyl craig like he i don't know if he was he was he wrote i think look at his imdb it's completely different he was doing things like not like happy yeah, madison doing scary movie yeah scary movie or like whatever and then he just scary? had this yeah, yeah something like did. that yeah he he was a writer i think on scary movie on scary movie yeah on scary movie and exactly and the, <laughs> yeah and the sobering thing is again in this meta way there was a before chernobyl ussr and then an after chernobyl russia like it was this 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 uh fixed point this punctuating point in history for for uh for a, an authoritative body uh, that thought that they had every like they thought that they knew what was going on and it's just this slow this drama it's just, it is a giant therapy session of the dangers of thinking you know you have the thinking you have the uh people's interests at best and uh, i mean i i don't know have you guys seen chernobyl the the series yes yes, oh, yes you yes. have Emery, have, have you i've you seen ha- the full frontal scene i have not seen the rest of it <laughs> oh Emery, please i, I would it's, highly recommend it's it. easily it easily became one of my instant favorites after yeah watching it's been it. on I my was, to-do list it's just a matter of me sitting down and doing it like i i was absolutely blown away by that show um, yeah but yeah to, wow. to talk a little bit about yeah. um because we kind of avoided <laughs> your question Emery. sorry <laughs> it's a hard because, question no that's okay anyway no no you you go Catherine then I'll jump on and and I promise but it's just yeah yeah. like go on this railroad and then all of a sudden they're crossing into like the trolley problem yeah yeah (laughs) but I think um like in terms of how they would structure that's what you yeah they'll plan it out yeah 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 and and it's it's very interesting to see how they're gonna plan out these episodes because are we gonna have like one episode just from the prologue for mm-hmm. example where it's just like an entire episode of uh, how the world came to a full stop and how the pandemic actually started and what happened to Joel and not necessarily what happened to Joel but also what happened to everyone else in, in this world and I think you can better explore that with a TV show mm-hmm. uh, because you have this it's it's easier to tell a story from more perspectives with a with a with a like a show because you you have that perspective from mm. from like everyone instead of just like the character you're playing so mm. when you play the character you only see what they are seeing mm. And if you need to show a different perspective, you then need to have a different playable character. And that's how you did it with part two, because you suddenly have Ellie and Joel's point of view from Ellie's 
story and then you have Abby's point of view from Abby's side of the story. And you can only do that by having two playable characters. But in, in TV shows, you can do it by just showing what happens and mm. you can move back and forth all the time without like necessarily losing the pacing. So I think like maybe the first couple of episodes will focus more on like uh, the like the upcoming events. Yeah, the world building and like. See, I picture it like you have the first episode and it's Sarah and Joel and Uncle Tommy, yeah. and they're just like going about their life, and then like the very last scene, it pans over to the television and it's like the news and it's like. <gasps> Curious virus that fucking works for me and then like cuts to black and that's the first these very very subtle things like yeah maybe joel picking up a newspaper and you see the newspaper panning out on the camera seeing like yeah new virus uh yeah mysterious virus down baffle scientists yeah exactly that's yeah. so good oh wow you just are like you putting uh, putting down the the breadcrumbs so yeah. not, and oh, not really God. fully fully realizing the world just yet but just mm-hmm. like subtly building up this thing attention until, mm-hmm. yeah exactly just the minor details that makes mm-hmm. it amazing and, and then of course on the construction site and he like has a <laughs> A quick second where he looks at his watch because he forgets that it's broken and he's like damn it i still need to get a new watch and then he goes home and then sarah's like oh hey dad happy birthday you know that whole thing so yeah then you know afterwards what happens different ways to tell the same thing okay i'm excited for that Mm. and that's 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 really that's one of the exciting things about the tv show because the story has already been told and we already know these characters what their motivations are what they're then what they're gonna do etc etc but there are so many so many ways to tell it Mm. it doesn't necessarily have to be a one-on-one copy of the game because it's again it's an adaptation so the most important thing is getting from a to point b okay. and the what way in the middle can can, that, yeah. yeah exactly the way they can do that it can be so different but still the same um and that's why i'm also so glad that neil is actually on board on this show <laughs> because he he has the source material he's the creator of this world and mm-hmm. he loves this game and these this it's story yeah it's his baby it's joel and ellie are his brainchilds mm-hmm. and he's the last person who would fuck them up he's yeah. really the last person who would do anything horrible and i feel like he knows there's certain story beats that he unquestionably has to hit you know like the you're not my daughter and i sure as hell ain't your dad like that's you can't skip that part yeah you oh. know or like the very end with okay you can't skip that part you know there's no other way to be able to tell that really that would be satisfying but everything else in between i'm excited for how they extrapolate it like i want to know what i mean i know it was told in dirt and dirt is what i fully believe is canon but i want to <laughs> know 
what really happened between Joel and Tommy? You know, I want to know more about Joel and Tess. I want to know about Marlene running up through the fireflies and how she got to be in charge, you know, and she's not doing all so well in that. Um, I, and I also, I'm wondering, and I know we touched on this in the last episode, I think I'm wondering if they are going to start tying in to part two before part one is over. Like, are we oh, going to some elements? Exactly. Okay. Sequentially like, see, you know, Abby and Owen ooh. at the same time as Joel and Ellie, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like in the, the, the beginning of Abby's chapter, when you see the zebra moment Didn't and you, then you, yeah you actually realize that this is actually the exact time that Joel and Ellie are watching the, the giraffes mm -hmm. as well. And yeah, giraffe moment, you can't miss that. Oh, know? no, no, no. That's like yeah. the moment. The <laughs> moment. Sub because that was like too much of the moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ultimate nightmare. <laughs> I have to ban the space yeah. moment now because that's yeah. like the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, now oh, you're thinking. Back up on that. We had to. There's certain photo modes that we eventually had to like ban from people posting on the sub because it would just be flooded otherwise. And one of them was the generator moment in the basement because everyone's like, "Oh, it's the scariest part." Yeah, it's the scariest part for everyone else. And then like the giraffe moment, we're like, "Okay, no more giraffe pictures. We're done." Instead, <laughs> the horse yeah. is or, dead. Or real life fungus. Uh, yeah. Hey, look at these pills with cordyceps in it. Yeah. <laughs> like so I Walmart. yeah you can buy them anywhere yeah <laughs> yeah well, well done yes also yes uh, to <laughs> listeners um uh catherine and Anne-Marie are mods for reddit.com forward slash r forward slash the last of us so head over there and they'll take good care of you they're good they're good mod mums good mods indeed good, good, good. well at, le at least at least we try to be That's i right. mean yeah. some people would say we are very unreasonable but those people are usually the ones we ban, so yeah. maybe uh, that's why. As Ray says, my fiance who does um, like leadership mentorship stuff, a lot of the time people project out what they are. So when they accuse someone of being something, they're the one being unreasonable. So always, always remember to just like, hey, maybe the reason why you're saying I'm all these things is because you haven't confronted yeah. how you're just all those things. So in okay. general, don't be a fucking dick. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah honestly <laughs> that's really our number one overall rule like don't be an asshole don't be an asshole yeah. one fun yeah we okay, well, make sure to screenshot the yes. best that we get and we have like a little <laughs> album of them because we've gotten some really creative ones before that's good that's good. and i'm oh, oh how many how, how big is the family now let me go check it's oh it's, it's always uh, growing it's 191k right now uh, you know what's so funny is that yeah. i went through my post and about a year ago like literally almost not even a year ago i made a post and i was like holy cow guys we're almost at sixty thousand people jesus fucking christ I know. well a game of thrones i'm just gonna quickly go to them at the height of game of thrones uh yeah so it's two million seven hundred thousand yeah. cool. okay so i think it's gonna be so you're looking at two hundred thousand now by the time the show gets like up and running you're gonna be yeah you i i hate but i you guys are fucking sisters so i'm gonna be unfiltered your lives are gonna get pretty 
yeah, it's going to be super duper active. So that's actually, um, yeah, that's actually kind of up in the air right now as to being oh. a poll for because we know that the fans that come in from the show may not be familiar with the games. Oh, right. And so we want to ask the community, like, hey, would you do you prefer this to be a complete overall? community for the last of us period no matter the medium or would you like to see a sister sub where we direct the hbo fans over there but knowing there's going to be a whole overlap in fans because people will be fans of both interesting i don't yeah, know i'm a fan uh, of putting it all together yeah, but me too. together. Team yeah. wants to split it because they don't want to see what happened to the witcher sub where it was like show posts really drowned out game or book discussion for oh. a long time that's valid, I guess. Uh, and it's the word, just kind of uh, it's kind of a gray area because deep down mm -hmm. we're all just fans of of the actual world story. and the story and the characters, but we do have a tendency to have different viewers and different audience. Yeah. Uh, with a TV show compared to a video game, I mean, it just attracts different people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we we don't really know how it's gonna affect our community mm -hmm. with so many like casual people just mm -hmm. um, joining a very diehard community already established, and you get tons of people coming in and being like, "Hey guys, oh my god, I can't believe I just saw this, and yeah, blah, blah, blah. what happens to this character, and oh my god, I hope Joe survives and." <laughs> yeah, I, just, I feel strongly about keeping it together because the show is based on the video games like that yeah. is material so I feel like you can't eventually stay a fan of just the TV show without becoming at least somewhat familiar with the video game you know I think you, you've got such an, an active mod team um and you guys as well I think I think hypothetically so say this the show gets started up you've obviously presaged it it's like hey everyone we have a premiere date just letting you know that posts of this kind leading up to this will be and you're so all over the ball with that you know and um yeah if anyone tries to like spoil the fun or whatever another thing yeah. that helps is that as we've seen it's going to be an adaptation as we've said a few times and um which means that there is a just like with with the Game of Thrones is like, well, even if there are book readers, you know, um, like, yeah, there is the one HP, like there was just Game of Thrones, the the subreddit, uh, um, that was it. Uh, there, there was, obviously you have like Free Folk and A Song of Ice and Fire and they would post as well, but everything was pretty much contained just to, that's why it got to 2.5 million. And um, you know what I mean? Like, I, sh I think it should be fine. Yeah, if you guys keep it. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're discussing what what we're going to do. So we're going to see does how the, it plays. So. Does the Game of Thrones sub, are they combined also? Like, do they discuss the books and the show? Or yeah, it's... it's... No, I think I think the Game of Thrones show is... No, the, the Game of Thrones so. subreddit is entirely based on the actual HBO show. And then oh. A Song of Ice and Fire is the book. Oh, is everything. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it's actually separate. And then you have Free Folk, which is like... The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. And that's 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 the yeah. ultimate fear, actually. It's it's like, what if this, what if this show sucks, mm -hmm. and we have okay. we have another situation with like 
another situation like last was part two right subreddit which i just want to say i just want to fucking say like whoever you just fucking jesus uh it's one thing you know for example free folk like i'm sub to them it's because they're perpetually in wound space and like in sadness space because of season eight because it is like it was objectively like yeah you can just yeah don't at me it is widely acknowledged as the worst season in yeah right it's not like yeah with it's not it's not like part two situation where it's like highly critically acclaimed live liked by majority and you have these little gamers who are just super mad that it's not their headcanon that happened in the game and then (sighs) i know i'm so sorry and again i'm on the outside of it but they're on the front lines you guys the mods like actually deleting those comments getting rid of those posts so thank you jesus <laughs> on behalf of you very much um we're just uh, trying to censor as many people as possible oh uh, yeah no, no free speech here yeah no, no free, free speech we're, that's it we're, yeah. we're getting paid as well yeah Don't exactly worry. yeah neil is uh both paypal accounts it's just straight transfers both of them yeah. and me too you know i don't know why me too well um I want to make sure that I fully answered what uh, Anne-Marie mentioned before about how they'll approach it. So again, my reference point, which is not just suitable because it's the studio, but because it's the specific creator, uh, Craig has uh, like, it's when you, when you watch it, Anne-Marie, one thing I think you'll notice, I don't want to overhype it, but it's like, you'll notice something about pacing where it's, it's just, that is it. Like the story is it. It's, I want to, I want to back up what you were both, what we were talking about is like this idea of, um, uh it, it almost is abs- is absurd of like filming like 20 minutes of a movie and then like it's you need to you need to and and then like being like well what do we do next you know it's like no you need to map it out the star wars sequels are a perfect uh cautionary tale about the perils of not fucking having something planned out like you don't just start making a cake without having a fucking recipe otherwise like you've never made a cake before and every new fucking film is a brand new cake it's a brand new recipe you need to sit and figure the figure it out and i know how things you know yeah and so and then and then they're like oh i wonder why why did it go wrong it's like well because you literally made something fucking five minutes at a time you know (laughs) so so i know and and yeah i i I said this about um I think JJ Abrams or something in 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 2009 like Star Wars like he, he Star Trek felt like a like a, a, a his his demo reel for Star Wars in many ways and I I still tear up at that like credit where credit's due 2009 the start of that it's one of the best starts like it's just you know when this is before Chris Hemsworth had become uh you know uh, whatever Here Thor and stuff now. Just him like being in charge of you've just seen 2009 right the star, star trek film okay anyway it's a very emotional scene and there's someone who uh i think we can all relate to that idea of like someone like having responsibility thrust on them and then they kind of activate uh, in a way that you didn't expect them to um which is always like post-apocalyptic stuff that's great for that it it shows um wow how will this person react how will the mask come off when society crumbles and stuff so what i'm hoping is uh uh again anyway to tie to tie in my thing it's basically i said that that was his uh demo reel uh and i also say for denny Villeneuve that blade runner 2049 was his demo reel for dune which is coming out with tim, tim chalamet and stuff so if not to be reductivist because it is it's fucking 
I actually am looking forward to watching it again at some point. Um, Chernobyl, those five episodes. Um, but that, if you want to think of it this way, is his demo reel to prove that he can do Last of Us really well, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I, mean, I definitely, definitely have good faith. Mm -hmm. After watching Chernobyl, I definitely yeah. have good faith. Yeah. I don't know if he would have gotten the directoring role, directoring. The director <laughs> writing, director writing. He's a really um, good writer. Okay, I love it. Writer, I swear English is my first and only language, y'all. It's all good. Um, it's all chill. It's fine. English it's is hard, you know. Oh, um, next episode, um, Anne Marie, do you reckon uh, we can soft, soft key, low key count on? Like, you just watch Chernobyl. Watch Chernobyl. We'll talk about it when you come back. How about that? Fantastic. Fun, fun, fun. Noise. Yeah. We've got HBO Max, so I can totally do that. Yeah, we live, we're fully in that that streaming world right now. Um, folks, it is an hour and twenty. How do you feel? How we how we doing? What's going on? Oh Has it already been? I know <laughs> it's it because it's been a long time. I know, but that's roughly the format. I reckon it'll just just so that we can. Otherwise, we'll just have like giant three three hour episodes every yeah. three months. You know. So, and surprisingly exactly. enough, people are still gonna listen. Apparently. Oh, that's <laughs> I don't so know how how it's even like possible. That's really but, cool. uh, whatever. How Here about I read? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll read out uh, a few more because that is very sweet. Um, and yeah, that they took the time time tech took the time to message. Wow, I'm gonna blast my face with cold water in like three minutes, so <laughs> just to kind of properly wake up. Right. So we had. Uh, oh yeah, this is you replying, uh, Catherine. Um, you. Are, this is from blank. You should give yourself a better name. You're not just blank. Uh, username Slim Roth is Burger. Uh, you're very welcome. I just love that there are people out there just as enthralled in the world as of The Last of Us as I am. Love listening to how that world has touched others in the same way and learn how it does it differently. If y'all keep making episodes, I'll keep looking for the light. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I hadn't even yeah. read that. That's very sweet. So. <laughs> But that's that's kind of the most amazing thing about the, the entire community that uh, is it's not just it's not just a bunch of gamers it's mm -hmm. actually gamers. just people who really enjoy mm -hmm. uh, the story. Mm -hmm. Okay, time for me to get daggy. I do this when yes. watching The Sopranos because <laughs> uh, Ray very much in that sphere of like she goes direct to like helping with the leadership and the mentorship like one on one that but. I want to say this about art and entertainment is before we had psychologists, before we had like schools and stuff, we were cave painters, like telling stories in front of fires and stuff, and mythology and stuff and stories. It's where we actually like you tell the story, you tell the parable. And then based on that, you can you can have com conversations about life and like learn like Ray and I now use Chernobyl conversationally to be like uh you know oh, wow. yeah no absolutely it's part of the the, the lexicon of hey guess what because i won't spoil anything but one of the beautiful refrains of chernobyl is what is the cost of lies you know yeah, exactly. macro and micro it's like the truth is just waiting for you it has all the time in the world so any level of deception and... any level of and, and and i got goosebumps thinking about that it's like art makes the the barriers of like our walls of belief of whatever like they fall down because we're all just around that campfire and mm -hmm stories uh and like neil understands this you two understand this fucking perfectly maybe even one day you guys are going to write your own fucking series i'm serious <laughs> and it just makes what we're what we're doing not just faffing around on microphones it makes it worthwhile because from this 
from these conversations, people can then have platforms to be like, well, I heard this on a podcast about this aspect of the human condition or human nature or whatever. So it's all inherently right. worthwhile because as you say, and I love this refrain, you both say it's about the humanity and it's like, we're exactly. not in the, yeah. So love and light. And actually funny what you, what you mentioned about Chernobyl being like, what, uh, the thing you said about lies. Oh, what is the cost of lies? Yes, that's exactly, right. and yeah. that's that's like literally part two. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the entire entire thing uh, about part two. That mm. what's the cost of Joel's lies? Ah, uh, every oh my everything God. that all ties together. There, it's like it's every everything is because of that. Catherine, can you confirm that if we could teleport, we would teleport to Amarine's house, we would watch Chernobyl right now, we'd order some fucking pizzas and do that. Can you confirm yes, this for me? I will definitely confirm. Ah. I actually have to rewatch that show at some point because, yeah. my God, it's the most amazing thing. Okay, but, you know, it's, COVID it's protocols like if, and all. Seriously, if you you like the dark, Amarine, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. so you already I will like it. I'm already, it's been on my to watch list for like a year. Right. It's a literally just a matter of me sitting down and doing it. So yep. it's really, you don't oh, have to. And high five me because I'm going to watch Doc. Okay, ready? Uh, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> watch it's it. So good. Because it's, it's, oh. it's honestly one of the best pieces of, of entertainment I've ever seen. And Excellent. honestly, to like, the third season, it has grown on me because oh, in yeah. the beginning, I was like, ah, didn't really know what to think <laughs> of it. And I was a little bit uh, disappointed in a way. Okay. Oh. Really? But uh, yeah, I was Ooh. very disappointed. Hot takes. <laughs> the Dark Podcast um, starting next week. Here we go. But, but everything it, is because <laughs> I had to, I had to re we rewatch it and just be like okay this is how it happens and mm -hmm. i had to discuss it with people and have to read different views mm. to finally yeah. realize what everything meant in the third season and it's exactly the same with actually with part two because mm. i was so split about the game as well i was like it's hard to swallow sometimes i don't really know if i liked it to begin with of course i did but like the ending especially i was like it was just it's so heavy yeah. you know i like it but i don't like how it makes me feel it's really <laughs> yeah you know? That's cool. and, and it just i can't even replay it i've replayed it once with my family last summer and i haven't touched it since then because i just it's so heavy for me and i don't do very well for weeks afterwards and it's like Oh my god i don't want to sit there and go through that again yeah okay. it's it's fucking hard and like even i'm i'm still like eight months uh, maybe not eight months but I'm, I'm like five months into my third playthrough i just can't like <laughs> it's so fucking hard for me to continue because yeah i'm just i'm crying <laughs> all the time again whenever <laughs> I, I hit those spots where it's like okay now hey crying time because okay it's fucking hitting you hard again wow <laughs> there you yeah, go so well i it, that's okay it's an ambivalent feeling towards 
yeah. that game, honestly. But I love it so much. I mean, I mean it's, yeah. it means everything. But yeah. also, fuck, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Really, yeah. Oh, quick little hot takes on uh, Eddie Vedder's performance at the Game Awards. Do you guys see that? Playing the song? Oh, I saw that, yeah. That was, if I ever I... would. Oh, Anne-Marie, just, just jump on YouTube. Um, Eddie Vedder, if I ever were to lose you, Game Awards 2020. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. I see that, yes. I was, I was so fucking close crying. Yeah. Oh, that was so beautiful. And yeah. also because Troy came in and ah, he was, like, my heart. He was, he was yeah. introducing him the way like um, he was he was talking about the little anecdote about how Neil asked asked them to put a little bit of themselves into the characters. So Ellie with her space and uh, oh, Joel my life. singing. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. yeah, the reason I didn't remember it is because I don't think I've actually watched the whole thing. I kind of scrubbed through it because once again, I just, those things will like weigh heavy on me for days afterwards. And it's like, <laughs> I really don't feel like doing this. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give it a little mini teaser trailer for maybe who knows. Again, Mind's Eye Cinema, we'll dive into it next one. Again, Tess, everything is coming up. It's great. We may have a slower schedule, folks. But uh, when we meet, it's for real. It's never out of contrivance or obligation. There's just, it's just friendship. So, and I'll never, I'll never record like an actual proper real podcast. I just want to fucking talk with you guys. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always nice. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Because yeah, love you guys. It's just like talking to a, to a friend sitting across the, the table from me. It's That's like, right. you're here. Yeah, <laughs> you're here. We'll be so nice. Chernobyl test slash photo mode podcast photo that's right dark as well um dark too? Uh -huh. that's right and here's my little teaser trailer for people to think about is so uh, as you saw as uh catherine was mentioning about how neil has this um this uh he's gentle and firm as a fucking like, you can tell like he's a gentle spoken guy but he'll be like no no troy we're doing it again you know like he can bring that kind of mm -hmm. that that firmness of like no this is what we need to do but i can see him he has a bit of give as a creator and as a teaser trailer, just maybe think about maybe if Pedro's like, by the way, you know, I just had this thing always with my grandma, whatever. And then they write that into Joel's relationship with his grandma or something. I don't know. So, some, I think that'll just, it's, oh man, it's like creativity through humanity. And I fucking love grandma it. Miller. Grandma Miller. Grandma Miller. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Skills. Okay. Well, giant hugs, everyone. We'll catch you fucking soon. See you guys soon again. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, to be absolutely. always so good to talk to y'all oh, it really so is good. i'm Easy always enjoying good. these and i'm honestly still surprised that people are sitting there <laughs> and listening to us because we just i mean it, it it really it it really means a lot to oh. be able to just talk mm -hmm. and people will actually listen to you because and feel <laughs> free know. please to send us questions or topics or things that we have not discussed exactly. yes we love talk obviously so we will talk about anything you would like us to talk about exactly like if if you have a thing that you so desperately want us to discuss or mm -hmm. you have anything you want us to like dissect uh, deliberate dissect or about, whatever and out. if right. there's a specific thing you want our opinion on whatever it may be then or Go give ahead. us your opinion. 
Yes. Or yeah. what's your opinion, unless to, it's wrong. Unless it's wrong. <laughs> and to do all that, you can go to just twitter.com forward slash last of us podcast and you can tag. You can guys can give your usernames if you like. And it'll all be in the description as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm doing my end of show dance. <laughs> but I don't really want to. Mwah, mwah, love, love, love. <laughs> Dan hugs and we'll see each other very soon irl in 2022 yes <laughs> Something like that all right take good care everyone until thanks until now oh, yeah. i'm and you know what i'm just gonna put this out fuck fuck editing take good care everyone and until next time bye for now bye bye, bye. and now we're in the post show how the fuck are you guys how you doing <laughs> is, it, is it good that to be a... alive or what come on yeah uh, it's all it's always nice to talk about this yeah so just yeah. yeah but because i'm the grandma slash brother of the group how is everyone gonna like how okay it's monday for me at least you're wrapping up your weekends it's probably nighttime for Anne marie right it's nighttime. almost no. four o'clock in the afternoon in the afternoon and how about for you in denmark oh it's like uh, 10 o'clock okay so that's right almost bedtime <laughs> well i want to wish you like however long until we next speak like a lovely however long that period's going to be a week two weeks whatever and um good vibes all around okay lots oh, of love for Brianna and camera <laughs> and say hi to uh, your lovely friend say oh. as well oh thank you very much ray yes i will and eventually yes. it'll be good i she um i she what she likes is for me to tell her about scary stories because there's a lot of scary <laughs> stuff so i told her the whole plot of get out have you guys seen that movie with uh, Jordan yeah. Peele? Yeah. Okay, so I you've seen it. So on Valentine's Day, like two years ago, we're having Valentine's dinner and I just, and I'm like, so this is, a, and I tell the whole plot of, she's like, I really love when you tell me horror stories. I don't want to watch them, but I like when you tell them to me. So I did the same thing. <laughs> so just that buffer of like, it's me. So it's, yeah. But one time I did scare her a bit. I was telling her about Hereditary and she's like, yeah, can we like, can you stay up with me? <laughs> it was like scary. Tell her about Vince Lamar. I'll say again. Vince Lamar. Vince Lamar. No, Midsommar. Midsommar. Oh Midsommar. shit! I did. Oh, Midsommar. oh fuck! How Same you do? Director I... Hereditary. Yes, that's right. Now I've seen Midsommar. I love that. And uh, he's uh, making a film called Disappointment Boulevard with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, which will be his first post Joker role. So. I know. Have you seen Midsommar? Uh, everyone? Again? No, you haven't? Wow. I've seen... Um, I've, I've just scrolled a bit yeah. on it. She saw my reaction. She saw my reaction to Midsommar. So... I popped in the chat and I was like, guys, I'm really fucked up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That fucking... You would, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you'd it's really, really you'd really dig it. It's sort of in, in it's so, so Sweden, in Denmark, Honest, kind of the Scandinavia. I think you might. Honestly, dig. I don't think so because I I'm not into this kind of okay. movies, like okay. this kind of uh, psychological. 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 Okay. Yeah. And it's really cool because that. it is a lot of Scandinavian lore and everything like that, and you see yeah. like bloody gold and everything like that. oh shit oh fuck what? it gets pretty fu- yeah it gets pretty yeah. fucking crazy yeah teaser trailer right there mm-hmm. um but yeah also shout out who the fuck knows who might be guest directing some of these episodes fuck um uh you know ariasta and and um i would love for robert eggers as well to direct like an episode of the last of us podcast like the last of us uh the hbo series so who knows they can also yeah. direct ours <laughs> 
<laughs> they can direct our episode. Uh, okay, okay. So Catherine, okay, all right. We talked about this. It's like, what is this outfit? Because I, I always, again, you I remember. You cannot say fuck. <laughs> so as I've, I think I've gone over this. So Catherine, outside of the podcast, is like this. What is it? This biker? I think we've created this persona because you always wear black. Biker. You're like a biker person, <laughs> and you've got the Pacific Northwest behind you. So it's actually you're not in Denmark. You actually live in like like the the fucking yeah. Cascadia. Yeah, 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 something. And um, I think we've established. I, did we say that you're like a uh, you run? You're like a fucking hotel mogul or something? Is that <laughs> what, we have to create? Oh and, my all God, right. I remember something like that something hotel yeah mogul. yeah because it's like because i always think because she's got the, the pub behind her uh, i'm she's always like, like a makeup artist yeah okay that's yeah, probably because i, I know she has so fucking much skincare she has <laughs> that's right skincare skincare. Guru, so we talk a lot about skincare yeah <laughs> actually other. we do <laughs> that's it face wash cast we're talking about volcanic you want to have that you want to have that uh you know it's really good it sinks deep into the pores it's very good that's what i use do you, want, do you want a bit of trivia i haven't washed my hair with shampoo for about and see how fucking luscious it is there you go see i haven't washed my hair with shampoo for eight years what have i what have i been using have a guess go and keep Nothing. in mind it's a remedy that ray she turned me on to it like that long ago I just I grab two eggs and I just crack them and I go blah 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 blah. Yeah, just, I, that's it. And I like I was actually thinning out and now the eggs because of all the fucking protein. There you go, boom. So my mom, I read that before too, using egg whites, and yep. my mom told me not to because she, when she was a teenager, she read about it too and she tried it. And when she tried to rinse the egg out of her hair, the water was too hot and the egg started cooking in her Oh hair. yeah, you don't want to fucking have the white hair. <laughs> you don't want to do hot water. <laughs> Fuck no. Scrambled egg out of her hair. Yeah, you want to have like fucking frittata hair? Come on, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was like, no, that's amazing. Don't do that. All right. So I'm assuming I'm going to throw it to you before you'll probably be like, no, that's all we have. That's all the time we have for today. Does anyone else want to say like a random little fact about their lives? Me and my egg hair. Go for it. Catherine, go. Do you have like a little tomato garden or something? What? Uh, um, no, not really. I don't have okay. anything exciting to tell. There was a, was there like a blanket or something you had as a kid or something? A little, little doll or something? Ah. Uh, well, honestly, you you caught me off guard. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I really don't know what to... Um... Little factoids? That's cool. That's all good. Uh, and then, Anne-Marie, I'll throw my little guess out. So you, um, you've you got some skeletons, Anne-Marie. I know this. You have some skeletons buried somewhere. You have a darkness to you, lady. <laughs> I'm okay. I'll take it. Sure. Okay. It's good to have darkness. Come on. You want to have... You don't wanna... curious. That's good. I'm a kidding. A little, little bit of mystery. You know what we've strayed into? We've strayed into Albert doesn't want to go to work. And so he's just riffing with people he really actually enjoys the time, spending time with. But anyway, I'll let you have your days. Take it easy. Thank you. Bye. It was so day. lovely to see you. It was uh -huh. So good talking to you. Until next time. Until next time. Bye, guys. Take it easy. Peace. Bye. 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 Bye.